I'm Scott Paul, and this is the Manufacturing Report. We believe here USA made really does mean something, and our coolers are completely made in the United States. They start out as powdered plastic and raw pieces of aluminum, and we build them from scratch and turn them into the coolers you see today. And we are targeting and intentionally promote and are very proud to say that we're an American-made cooler. Few things are more blissful on a hot summer's day than savoring an ice-cold drink, or more terrible than discovering that drink has been boiling in the sun. Now, back in 2014, Captain Scott Campbell of the Discovery Channel's Deadliest Catch came across this dreaded hazard of summertime adventures in enjoying a day on the water. And after being challenged by his friends to develop a better cooler than the one in his new Mastercraft boat, Campbell developed the Cordova Cooler and began a business. Since then, Cordova Outdoors has made a name for itself as one of the very few companies still manufacturing hard body coolers 100% in the United States and has been selected as Mastercraft's preferred cooler. My conversation with Cordova Outdoors CEO on what sets the company apart from the competition, next on the Manufacturing Report. I'm honored to have on the podcast Chase Bart. He is the CEO of Cordova Outdoors. His colleagues Ryan Weaver and Nate Benson are with us as well, and they're at their facility in Nampa, Idaho. Gentlemen, thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Thanks for having us, Scott. We're happy to be here. Great. So you all make coolers, but there's kind of a great story about how that came about. What's the history of Cordova Outdoors? Yeah, let me just answer that for you, Scott. So about three and a half years or so ago, a gentleman by the name of Scott Campbell, who was a captain on the deadliest catch fishing for crabs, he was back here in the States with his friend fishing in a Mastercraft boat, and they had a cooler on the boat that came with the boat that did not perform very well, and his friends challenged him to come up with a cooler that performed better, and he accepted the challenge, and thus was the beginning of Cordova Coolers, and he did design a custom cooler for Mastercraft that we still produce today that was a superior cooler than what they were using before, and then he started to build the company, and so that's kind of how it got going all off a bed from his friends. There are worse ways to start something up that's successful. That's a great story from the deadliest catch to a marketable cooler company. And as I mentioned, you all are in Nampa, Idaho. How did you settle on Idaho for a manufacturing location for these coolers and outdoor equipment? Yeah, good question, Scott. Turns out that Boise and Nampa, Idaho, which are essentially about the same place, were very close to each other. Turns out that there is a lot of technology here in Idaho, particularly located in the Boise-Nampa area. So we have a highly trained workforce here that is technologically oriented, and we have a good work ethic here. So this was a good logical place as well as the land prices here are still competitive. The costs for the resources here for building a building and expanding are all pretty favorable for this area as opposed to other parts of the country. So that's why Scott chose Nampa was basically for good workforce and just favorable situations with the city from tax perspective as property tax as well as the employee base. 
I imagine it's helpful to be in a metropolitan area like Boise that is adding population. How, you know, in terms of attracting a talent pipeline, you know, I talk to some manufacturers who say it's really hard. What's your experience been like? I think our experience has been pretty good. This particular area, the Boise-Nampa area, is one of the fastest growing communities in the United States. And we're getting a lot of well-educated, properly trained workforce that is moving in here. Now, that isn't to say that we don't have to compete for them because the unemployment here is quite low, but we play a good livable working wage here. So we really just don't have that much of a problem attracting the right talent. I have to say from an employer's perspective, it is nice to be able to offer a position and get multiple applicants that are capable of doing the job for you. So that is kind of nice here. That's great to hear. And you touched on something that I wanted to follow up on, Chase, and that was the fact that I know you have a background in the tech sector with Micron computers, and you talked about the kind of the tech heritage that Boise has with Micron chips and other firms. What has that transition been like from the world of bits and bytes, that kind of manufacturing, to making a durable, highly functioning outdoor cooler? Again, a good question. It has been an interesting transition. I would say building computers and micro components, as in semiconductors at Micron, that's very technical and extremely difficult. Roto molding that we do here is still has its own technology, and we have our own engineers and staff and designers here, but it is a little bit older technology, and there's a little bit of a what I'll call a black art to it. When you hear the term black art, that means that the individuals that are doing it don't truly understand the engineering side of it, and that's where I think we excel. We have a really great engineering staff here, and we shine the light in those black areas. We really do know how to build a roto-molded cooler. We've built a state-of-the-art facility here in Napa, Idaho, one that would rival with any roto-molding facility in the United States. So I think that background and that technology and the engineering expertise has transformed well over to this industry. It sounds that way. And that leads me to my next question, which is clearly the original design was something that appealed to Mastercraft. And even though it's vastly different than putting together a semiconductor or a microcomponent of a computer, there's obviously something that sets Cordova apart from your competitors because there are, frankly, a lot of coolers on the market. So both in terms of process and function, what differentiates Cordova from your competition? Let's just start with the design on that. So our coolers have been design enhancements since Scott started the company about three and a half years ago. So our designs are relatively new. And last year in 2018, while the cooler looks the same, we have improved the design significantly and retooled for all of those design enhancements. So if you kind of apply that to, for example, buying an automobile, if you started a process in buying an automobile and it's, say, seven years ago or 10 years ago, and it still be manufactured the exact same way with the same components, well, it's not like buying a car today. And that's kind of the same thing in the cooler industry. Many of the cooler manufacturers, a lot of those have good, solid designs, but their tooling is dated. 
and it costs millions and millions and millions of dollars to update your tooling, whereas our tooling is state-of-the-art and brand new. So we have that advantage. And then on our coolers, like I said, we really do understand the engineering side and the material science side of manufacturing these coolers from the, the polyethylene plastic to the polyurethane foam and all the parts and pieces in between. But it, we also have some patents on different components of the cooler. We have our handles that are really a, a hit in the industry. It's a solid aluminum handle that is structured and machined to look like a bottle opener, but yet very strong. It's not a piece of rope. We have what we call top-down latches instead of bottom-up, which really makes opening the cooler a lot easier when it's up against a surface like, say, the tailgate of a pickup. We have a uniquely designed and engineered lid lock that prevents the lid from closing and slamming down on your fingers. So we have a lot of new technology in there that our competitors just don't have. And you have an interesting story to tell. I'm curious, as from the customer perspective, having that celebrity factor, deadly catch, that probably opens a few doors, but ultimately people are going to look at price, functionality. In our experience, people look at where the product is made as well. What's been the customer response to Cordova? And has the fact that you're making the hard body coolers in Idaho been a net asset for you? Yeah, let me answer that this way. Regarding Scott Campbell, having his celebrity status when the company first started was a nice little enhancement and it made it easy for the customers to kind of know who they were buying from. In January of last year, Doug McMasters, he purchased the company from Scott Campbell and he brought in some uh, additional talent into the company to help the company take the next step technologically as well as the tooling and then to properly design and orchestrate the sales channels, of which we believe here USA Made really does mean something. And our coolers are completely made in the United States. They start out as powdered plastic and raw pieces of aluminum, and we build them from scratch and turn them into the coolers you see today. And we are targeting and intentionally promote and are very proud to say that we're an American-made cooler. We're not Chinese-made. We target customers that that means something to them because, you know, if you don't buy from an American-made manufacturer, well, you may not have a job next time you go to buy something. So that's an important thing to us. We pay a livable wage here, and we definitely sell and market uh, in the channels where American-made is important. That rings true to me. We've talked to a number of manufacturers in kind of the outdoor active space, a wide variety of product from skis to garments. And it seems like those channels, both the made in America, the livable wage, kind of the sustainability, that seems to have a great appeal to types of folks that are shopping for coolers and may consider your product. It certainly makes a difference with our customer base. I know many of our customers are very appreciative to have the opportunity to buy an American-made cooler. And we promote it. We put a little American flag right on the front of our cooler. That's fantastic. Having that patriotic identification has got to be an asset. So Cordova, what's next? You had this celebrity help to bring you online. You've obviously added in yourself and the team some serious manufacturing talent. You have the latest in kind of factory tools and technology. What's next for the brand here? 
kind of what's next for us is in the year 2018, we did an expansion on our facility here. We added 10,000 square feet, of which we've already grown into, and you know how those things go. Once you get it built and you get in there, you're, you, don't, you never have quite enough room. So what is down the road for us is also in 2018, we made a slight change to our name from Cordova Coolers to Cordova Outdoors. And the main purpose behind that is that we are working on additional products that are not necessarily a cooler. And we're working on those. We don't have anything quite ready to bring to market yet, but we are working on some additional products that are more to an outdoor-oriented customer base. With that comes the design of the sales channels and the growth within those channels and the orchestration of that. So this next year and for the rest of 2019 and in 2020 is pretty much a growth phase for us, at which point we're projecting in the middle of 2020 that we'll probably have to seriously start looking at adding on some more space here. That's fantastic news. So Chase, just one more question before I let you go. And that's because I know our listeners will ask, where can they find Cordova coolers? Well, let me ask it this way, and then I'll bring Nate in on this. But we have numerous different retailers around the country. We sell into Sportsman's Warehouse. We have some buying entities that we call mid-states, which are numerous different farm stores throughout the United States. Can you give a few names, Nate? Big R, D&B Supply, Kennewick Ranch and Home, just to name a couple. North 40, that's kind of the farm store community. And then we sell in almost every little sporting goods gun shop around the country. And then, of course, we have our own internet site, and we sell on Amazon. On Amazon as well. Well, gentlemen, wish you the best of luck. Thanks for keeping our beverages cool and keeping it made in America. All right, appreciate it. Thanks for spending time with us. You bet. That will do it for the Manufacturing Report this week. To learn more about Cordova Outdoors, visit their website, which is cordovaoutdoors.com. That's C-O-R-D-O-V-A outdoors.com, where you can find their dealer locator, or you can check them out on Amazon. As always, I want to thank AAM staff for their work to make this episode possible and for Kat Adams for executive producing it and for you, the listeners, for engaging and for giving us great episode ideas. You can find us online at AmericanManufacturing.org. You can connect with us on Facebook or you can tweet us at Keep It Made in USA. I'm Scott Paul, and until next time, together we can keep it made in America.